The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. Amen. My heart and my soul says yes. I want to always have a yes mindset, a yes heart condition, a yes attitude. So when the Lord speaks, I want to say yes. God bless you. Good morning. Thank you for joining in with us in this worship service to worship the Lord. For he alone is God. And today I'm, I count it a blessing to be among those in the land of the living to worship the true and living God. Notwithstanding, beloved, my heart has been heavy and perhaps yours has been too. When we look at what's going on in the nation, particularly what happened on January 6th with the insurrection against United States Capitol, and to see so many people who represented themselves as Christians flying the Christian flag, singing Christian songs, carrying what appeared to be the cross of Christ. And you know, that's made me really rethink and reevaluate what it means to be a Christian. Because of the play of Christianity on January 6th, then that's not what I want to be a part of. And I don't think you want to be a part of that either. You know, we get in this thing confused. And the world is watching us. And I believe the real people of God got to stand up and be counted. It's one, to, one thing to say you're Christian. But it's a very another thing to be a Christ follower. I want to be the latter. I want to be a follower of Christ not the follower of religion, not even the, the so-called Christian religion. So many people have confused Christianity with other things. They've conflated Christianity with, you know, white nationalism, Christian nationalism. Many people want to kneel down to the flag and serve it as an idol. Many people believe that America is the kingdom of God. And I'm telling you, the flag is not worthy to serve as we serve God. We're to worship God and him alone, or we're to worship, not a flag. This is not the kingdom of God. This is the United States of America. The kingdom of God is within Amen? And so I believe we have to distinguish ourselves somehow because our witness is being marred. Our witness is being compromised. Our witness is being questioned. If this is Christianity, and I'm sure the world is standing on the outside looking in and saying, if this is Christianity, then I don't want any parts of that or the church. Amen? Can you imagine Jesus being part of a mob? Can you imagine Jesus being an insurrection, being part of an insurrection? 
Can you imagine him killing and maiming people, destroying property? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine Jesus chanting, let's hang the vice president? Can you imagine that? And I'm telling you, that is not true Christianity. I don't know, and it's not for me to judge, what some of those people are all about. But I better make sure what I am all about. You better make sure what you're all about. And I'm telling you, we're to worship God. We're to be in relationship with God, not a religion. It's all about God, and we got to get God back in the center. Not our political philosophies. Not our political candidates. We got to get God back in the center. And if we're going to be the church, then let the church stand up and be counted. And we're not the church if we're not following Christ. And so I made up my mind. I want to be a Christ follower. Doesn't even matter if you ever call me a Christian again. That doesn't matter. What matters is who I'm following. And I want to be a Christ follower. Amen. I want to live my life to the glory of God. He came to give me life and life in abundance. Well, beloved, I had to get that off of my chest, so to speak. But this morning, we're going to observe the Lord's Supper in Holy Communion. And I want you to get your communion supplies uh, nearby because at the end of this service, we will celebrate uh, the blood and the body of Jesus Christ. And being that as Communion Sunday, I wanted to share something with you um, about communion or about one of the elements of communion. And today I want to focus on the blood of Jesus. And I'm reading this morning to you from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold, from your aimless conduct received by the tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. And I'm calling this message this morning spiritual blood type. Spiritual blood type. Here the apostle Peter, he writes to the Jewish diaspora, those that have been scattered abroad, and he reminds them, he reminds them that they were not redeemed with corruptible things like money, like silver and gold, from the vain conversation, that aimless conduct, received by the tradition of their fathers. And so many people think they're Christian because they're from a Christian tradition. My grandmother, my grandfather, or maybe my, my father or my mother were Christians. I was raised in a Christian home. I went to church growing up. I was baptized. These are all traditions that we receive from our fathers. And Peter said these are vain traditions. These are aimless things. It's the aimless conduct that we receive by the tradition from our fathers. He says, you weren't redeemed with those kind of things. But you were redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. As of a lamb 
without blemish and without spot. And one of the things you'll see in the old covenant and Jesus being an antitype of the lamb that was offered in Exodus chapter 12, verse 5, that lamb had to be without blemish. And that lamb was really a type of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ, his precious blood, was offered like a lamb without blemish and without spot. So I want to talk about spiritual blood type. Not, not your blood type, whether it's uh, type O, uh, type A, or type B, or type AB. Your blood type is a powerful fingerprint that identifies you and your genetic profile. Your blood type is a blueprint of who you are and how you can live a more healthy life. You know, this is the reason why a physician orders blood work to be done on his or her patient. Because they know that if they can look at your blood, the condition of your blood, the status of your blood, then they can determine your health condition. They can determine the status of your health. And Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11 tells us that. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. Let me say it again. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The blood has a way of telling the physician everything he or she needs to know about the status of your health. You know, just last week, I had my annual physical exam. And one of the things my physician did, she ordered blood work to be done. And the blood was drawn from me on a Tuesday. And by Wednesday, her officer sent me an email. And the email says, your blood work looked very good. You have no problems with your thyroid. No problems with your kidney. No problems with your liver. No problems with your prostate. And how were they able to make that determination? They looked at my blood because the life of the flesh is in the blood. And you might say, what is blood? Well, blood is a life, it's a form of life. It's a flow of life. It is a red liquid substance that flow through your arteries and your veins that carry oxygen and carbon dioxide to the tissues of your physical body. That's what blood is. Blood is life. And the life of your flesh is in the blood. So not only do you have a physical blood type. Now my blood type happened to be O positive. But not only do you have a physical blood type. But for those of us who believe in Jesus Christ. We have a spiritual blood type. That's right. We have a spiritual blood type. And it's blood type P. Let me say it again. It's blood type P, which stands for precious blood. Precious blood. The precious blood of Jesus Christ. Now, spiritual blood type is the result of a spiritual blood transfusion. Now, I was born with blood type O positive. 
But spiritually, my blood type is type P because I received a spiritual blood transfusion. Remember on the night of, of the Passover, as recorded in Matthew chapter 26, verse 27. Jesus is celebrating the Passover with his disciples at the Last Supper. And the Bible says there, then he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he gave it to his disciples and said, drink you all of it. For this is my blood. That's what Jesus said. This is my blood in the new covenant, which is shed for the remission of sin for many. Jesus clearly told his disciples that the cup they were drinking from was his blood. And when they drank from the cup, they drank his blood. And to drink his blood is to symbolically receive a spiritual blood transfusion. Not only did they infuse his blood, they also experienced a transfusion of his blood. And that happened for you and I when we made Jesus Christ Lord and Savior, we received a spiritual blood transfusion. And every time we drink of the cup, the cup that represents his blood, then symbolically, then spiritually, we are receiving a blood transfusion. And that spiritual type of that blood is type P. Now, I need you to understand something about a blood transfusion. A blood transfusion is a medical procedure that replaces the blood in your body after a sickness or after an injury. And it does that in order to store life and to restore your quality of life. Spiritually, the same thing happened to us. Paul told the Ephesians in Ephesians chapter 2, and he says, and you he hath made alive. He has quickened who were dead in their trespasses and their sins. Every one of us was dead. And every one of us was reeled, riddled with sin sickness. And the Lord came alone. And he gave us a spiritual blood transfusion. And that blood transfusion quickened us. That blood transfusion gave us life. It raised us up from those trespasses and those sins. Now, there are measures of health. There are measures of health of natural blood as well as measures of health of spiritual blood. But I want to focus on the measures of your health, the properties of health that's evidenced in your spiritual blood type. Now, again, your spiritual blood type is your spiritual fingerprint. And it's the blueprint of your identity. The Apostle Paul said to the Corinthians, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Why? Because of a spiritual blood type. Because of a spiritual blood transfusion. Now, if you were to put... Your blood on a supernatural microscope. You would see in your new blood type, that type P, you would see certain properties, certain measures, certain qualities. You definitely would see redemption. You would see purity. 
You would see justification. You would see peace. You would see that your conscience has been purged. Then you would see that you have power. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. The apostle Paul told the Ephesians that we have redemption through his blood. We have redemption through his blood. Thank God for that spiritual blood transfusion. Because when he took away the old blood and replaced it with the new, now we have redemption. Paul said, in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. There's a lot packed into that verse. There's a lot packed into that statement. It's in Christ. It's in his blood that we have redemption. We're no longer slaves, but he has redeemed us from the slave market of sin and bondage. He has purchased us with his own blood. We are bought with a price and we ought to glorify God in our bodies as well. We have been redeemed and the evidence of that redemption is the blood of Jesus that we have been redeemed by. It is precious blood, not silver and gold, but precious blood, the blood of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Glory to God. We have forgiveness of sins. That's right. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. God has forgiven your sins. Now we ought to forget our sins according to the riches of his grace. We also have purity. Purity through the blood of Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 says, if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us. That's purity, beloved. He cleanses us from all sin. We have been cleansed from all sins. It doesn't matter how dark your life was, how vile your life may have been, how far you may have fallen. But when you receive the spiritual blood transfusion, you receive a spiritual blood type, the precious blood of Jesus Christ, and that blood has lifted you above all sin. Some people may think there's some sins that God won't forgive. And maybe you're struggling with forgiving yourself for some sins that you committed. But because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we have been cleansed from all sin. Now with confidence, we ought to walk in the light as he is in the light. In other words, we ought to be Christ followers. We ought to follow the light of the world. We walk in the light as he is in the light and we have fellowship with one another. We have a vertical relationship with God and we have horizontal, horizontal relationships with one another. We walk in the light as he is in the light and we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us, cleanses us from all sin. Glory to God. Some blood, there's impurities in some blood. That's right. But in the blood of Jesus, there are no impurities. You have been cleansed from all sin. Not only have you been redeemed, not only have you been cleansed, thank God you've been justified. Let me say it again. You have been justified just as if you never sinned. Why? Because you have Jesus' blood flowing in your spiritual veins. Glory to God. Romans chapter 5 verse 9. Paul told the Romans, 
being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. What is wrath? Every one of us, before we came to Christ, we were on our way, on our way to eternity lost. We we're on our way to hell and damnation. We're on our way deserving a punishment. That's what wrath is. Wrath is punishment. Wrath is damnation. But being justified by his blood, we have been saved from the wrath through him. Glory to God. We have been justified just as if we had never sinned. Why? We have new blood flowing in our spiritual beings. And that blood is blood type P. The precious blood of Jesus Christ. And not only are we redeemed, not only are we cleansed, purified, not only are we justified, but thank God we have peace. Oh my God. We have peace. I'm not looking over my shoulder. I'm not worried about my past. I have peace with God. And this is what Paul told the Colossians in Colossians chapter 1. He said, having peace, having made peace. And that's what happened when you accepted Christ. You were making your peace with God. Be before you came to God, you were an enemy of God. You were at enmity with God. But having made peace through the blood of his cross. The peace was made through the blood of his cross. By him to reconcile all things to himself. Whether they be things here on earth or things in heaven. There's been a reconciliation. There's been a reconciliation between us and God. There's been a reconciliation between ourselves. The blood of his, Christ, of his cross not only reconciled us to God, but it reconciled us to ourselves. And it ought to reconcile us to our fellow man. There's been a reconciliation. And there'll be a reconciliation between the things here on earth and the things in, in heaven. In Revelation chapter 21, the apostle John saw in the vision of Jesus Christ in the revelation, he saw how the new Jerusalem had came down from heaven and how heaven was set up here on earth. So heaven and earth will be reconciled the same way God has reconciled you to himself. He's going to reconcile everything, whether it's in the earth or whether it's in heaven. And this is all possible because he's made peace with us through the blood of his cross. Thank God for that peace. Therefore, being justified by peace. We have therefore being justified by faith, Romans 5, 1 says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now this is the peace with God. Hmm? This has to do with our standing. This has to do with our identity. This is not necessarily peace of God, but it's peace with God. Isaiah 26 verse 3 talks about the peace of God, that he will keep us in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on him because we trust in him. As you begin to walk in this new spiritual blood type, you'll come to a place of knowing not only am I at peace with God, but now I can have the peace of God. Glory to God. All because of the blood of his cross. 
Then I like what Hebrews says, Hebrews chapter 9, Hebrews chapter 9. If you look at Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, it tells us how we've been purged in our conscience from dead works serving the living God. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the internal spirit offered himself without spot to God, Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Our consciousness has been cleansed. Our consciousness have been purged, purged from dead works. Now we're free to serve the true and living God. We don't have to serve religion anymore. We don't have to serve the Levitical priesthood. We don't have to serve the system of animal sacrifice. We don't have to serve none of that. Those are all dead works. Judaism and religion, it's all dead. And our conscience has been purged. Glory to God. And we need to know and we need to have good consciences that we're in relationship with God. Whether we ever darken the door of the church again, we still have a relationship with God. And our conscience has been purged from all the dead works of man. Glory to God. Then not only do we have in this blood type, glory to God. I'm so glad that God transfused his blood into me. Spiritually speaking, I'm so glad because old positive wouldn't save me. Old positive wouldn't justify me. Old positive couldn't redeem me. Old positive couldn't give me peace. Old positive couldn't purge my conscience from dead works. But not only did God do all those things for me, but he also gave me power. Glory to God. I have power through the blood of Jesus Christ. Glory to God, I have power. That's right, beloved. You have power over the devil. Let me say it again. You have power over the devil. In the revelation of Jesus Christ given to the apostle John, in chapter 12 of Revelation, verse 10, John, in this vision that Jesus gave him, John says, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven. This will be Revelation chapter 12, verse 10. I heard a loud voice saying in heaven. Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren who has accused them before God both day and night has been cast down. He has been cast down. Verse 11 says he's been cast down. How? By the blood of Christ. He has been cast down by the blood of Christ and by the word of our testimony. And we don't have to love our lives until the death. We just have to love him. You don't have to be concerned about your life. Be concerned about the life of God in you. We have power of the devil because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We've overcome him. That We've overcome him by the blood of Christ, by the word of our testimony. What is the word of our testimony? The word of our testimony ought to be, I've been redeemed. The word of our testimony ought to be, I've been cleansed by the blood. I've been justified by the blood. I'm at peace with God. Our testimony ought to be, I've been purged. My conscience has been purged from dead works. Our testimony ought to be, I have power over the devil by the blood of Jesus Christ. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor. 
proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.